I've just come out of the dentist practice. I've seen Dr. Pena just now. She is my kind of regular dentist. And the idea was that after, do you remember last week or two, three weeks ago before we went to Ohio, my uh, under other wonderful dentist, Dr. Oliver, has extracted, as it's in the lingo, these two wisdom teeth up here. And uh, this was now just a quick checkup with her to see if everything is healed. And my understanding was when Dr. Oliver did this procedure down here when the tooth broke, those uh, gory pictures that I showed you there, he had to put a couple of stitches into the bottom so that the bleeding would stop and that the healing would kind of progress. And I was under the impression that those stitches would have to come out today. But apparently what happened is he used stitches or he used suture that was kind of self-dissolvable. And that's kind of cool because that means uh, nothing had to be removed anymore, which is, you know, exactly what we want. So uh, how the, the way that happened is like I went to see somebody called Rodrigo first and he had a quick look and he says, hey, there's no more stitches left. So that's very exciting. I love the idea that uh, I, I had kind of expected there to be something that would make my tissue raw again and all that. But n none of that was uh, was necessary. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And uh, just when I was on my way out, Dr. Pena came in and she says, oh, I was, uh, I was a bit delayed with, uh, uh, I had a coffee with Dr. Oliver and a couple of other colleagues and you know, men, you know what they're like, you know, it takes forever. So anyway, she came back. I just bumped into her on my way um, out and she said, I'd like to have a quick look if you don't mind. And I said, of course, of course we can do that. So I go back into the little treatment room, lie down again and uh, uh, Dr. Pena puts her coat on and, um, and has a quick look. And she's speaking Spanish with Rodrigo about what she saw, which I don't, didn't quite understand, but um, it was all very pleasant. And what she said was, and this is why I'm telling you the story, what she said was, wow, you've healed incredibly well. Usually we don't see this amount of healing in that short a time. And I thought that was amazing news. That was marvelous news. So she was very happy with the way this is healed by itself. I didn't actually tell her, I didn't mention this, that I didn't take any of the antibiotics that Dr. Oliver had prescribed to me. I think while we were in Ohio, I took a couple because I thought maybe this is a little bit puffy. So I think I took two, uh, but that was kind of a week or two after this extraction actually happened. So um, yes, very interesting feedback. And uh, my first response to that was, hey, I'm a healer. My body is healing well. I, I have this amazing capacity to heal. And I think that is something that did me well during my whole cancer treatment. And I think this is exactly what's, uh, what, what the point of my story is, that we all have this amazing ability to do that. It's not obviously not a conscious process as such, but it is our bodies that have this amazing capacity to heal. And I've often thought about this, that when surgeons make an incision and remove something and then they just put it back together. All they're really doing is they're putting the pieces in place, don't they? They, they make sure that two pieces of skin or two pieces of bone or whatnot are in the correct position and then they use some kind of gadget to hold that in place so that it doesn't move. And then they do nothing really. I mean, it's not I'm, not, I'm not minimizing what surgeons can do, don't get me wrong, that is, that is not, absolutely not what I'm saying. But the, the, this, this old saying goes, 
doctors don't heal bodies, bodies heal bodies. And I think that's the point of my little story here, that this is a great example of the fact that really the body takes care of making sure things get repaired when they need to be repaired. And uh, surgeons and doctors, they kind of make sure that this happens in a controlled fashion and that the, the two pieces that you put next to each other kind of heal where they need to heal and not uh, in, in a way that, that you don't want that to happen. And, you know, I, I th it's just one of those things. Our bodies have this amazing capacity to do that and some more than others. And I think it also depends on what, how much energy you have left for your body to focus on such vital tasks. So I'm thinking we've just come back from a trip. We're all extremely chilled out. And uh, I don't know, my life, it, it feels like my life is, is very much in, in balance right now. I remember that when I was working a lot, uh, that wasn't always the case. So the energy that you need to I don't know, just run your life, you know, I was, I was running a lot from, from my home to a tube station, I was working a lot, I was working hard, so all that takes kind of energy, and doing so means that you don't have that much energy left for the body to do other things. And an example is always that you're kind of on the, on the cusp of getting a cold and you're just about holding it together and then you go on holiday, you go on vacation or you have a few days off and then that cold seemingly comes out. And it's almost like your body is saying, well, I have to deal with this. And in so sometimes a cold really comes out and you feel not so good, but uh, there's only so much energy that you have and I think if we give the body more energy for many of these tasks that uh, he needs then you know we will all get better and I don't know this is this is something that that I feel reminded of we only have a limited amount of energy so make sure it gets diverted into the correct channels you know so if, if you've had anything that needs mental healing or physical healing do give yourself some time and some 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 kind of what shall I call it some off time to let the body regenerate mentally as well as physically and the more you support the fact that your body can very much do that and the more you believe in the fact that your body can do that I, I believe it's it's got a very beneficial effect there on literally all of us and I don't know my wisdom tooth extraction story was one of those things I I for me this is kind of normal that this is healed because I've had experience last year with how well this healed and this was literally no problem at all and same dentist did it same dentist said more or less the same thing but at that time I was getting cancer treatment so it was kind of surprising to everyone that I have healed um, that well but now a year after cancer treatment it's the same thing this has healed extremely well and I'm super grateful for that of course so anyway, that's my, that's my little story that I'm sharing here with you today. Uh, we've just come back from our trip from Ohio. We were very happy to go back into the warmth. It's one of those things when, when you've not had the warmth for a couple of weeks, you think, whoa, actually, this is really nice to, to have that. But uh, only yesterday, I believe the thermometer kind of dropped. And it's one of those things here in Miami Beach or in Miami in this whole South Florida region that, that my friends always say, well, what are you whinging about? It's if you, if you say it's 20 degrees centigrade outside or kind of 74 degrees Fahrenheit outside, there's, there's really nothing to complain about. It is the end of November after all. But what you mustn't forget is that the day before, 
it was 86 degrees Fahrenheit or 27, 28 degrees centigrade. So sometimes what catches us out here is not the fact that it got colder during these months. What does catch us out is that the speed at which that happens. So in Europe, in Northern Europe, I remember that after September, October, temperatures kind of just gradually go down and uh, you have a bit of time to prepare yourself for that. So a temperature drop of like 10 degrees, that is something that's a bit of a shock. So you walk out in shorts and flip-flops and not only is it cold, it's not, not two, three degrees colder, it's like 10 degrees colder. And that is kind of where this where the shock comes in. So um, yes, that was a bit surprising for us over the last couple of days. It has a tendency to either now stay like that get a little bit warmer, get a little bit colder again. But yeah, this is basically how winter comes in, in Miami Beach. It's basically just, it's like, a, it's like a switch that just gets flicked and then, you know, it's cold from then on. So we'll see what else happens. It's, it's now the end of November. It's not, not really surprising um, that it is as cold as it is, but you know, it's one of those things. I, I have to wear a jacket. I have to wear long trousers all of a sudden. Uh, but you know, we've had a bit of practice there in Ohio to get acquainted with that part of the wardrobe again. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time. I totally forgot to mention something. I just got a coffee here, actually. Uh, I totally forgot to mention it. I had a bit of a busy day today already. Uh, I've had a blood test this morning, spontaneously. It's something that Dr. Keller had arranged for me. I'm gonna see him next week, I believe on Friday. And he said, a week before you come and see me, please go and do a blood test in our practice so that we can keep an eye, of course, on those Synthroid levels. So I've been taking Synthroid for the new and improved dose of uh, 1.25 micrograms I believe per pill at 7 a.m. in the morning on an empty stomach for about 45 to 50 days now I don't actually have the exact number on me right now but uh, yeah after about a month and a half he said we wanted to check in if this new dose is what I need or if we need to increase it even further uh, I feel very good about that so it's a good a good time to check in really and see how it affects me I feel in top form really that is all I can say at the end of November 2018 and this you know it's good good way to to monitor my condition I guess so yeah uh, new synthroid and we'll see what Dr. Keller has to say about that so it's a very very important busy day oh yeah while I was um, while I was there I also received check it out a flu jab that's very cool so I'm now I guess prepared for the flu season, for the coming flu season. I had one last year, well actually at the beginning of this year in, or in January at my old doctor's practice there. It's the only one of the few valuable things that I got from that practice. So and now I've got one from the old doctors, now I've got one from the new doctors. I'm kind of, you know, that should, should all be good. Oh yes, so the blood test is going to be um, checking the levothyroxine levels. But the other thing that I did do there was I left a urine sample, which was uh, interesting. I, I don't know um, what that's going to show, but as soon as I have the results, of course, I will let you know. Uh, one of those things, another thing for the website I've been meaning to do for a while, perhaps this is a good reminder for myself here. Uh, while I was in 
the waiting area, I did update the front page of supersurvivor.tv to include this video diary now and the podcast. So that's now on the, on the front page. Needs a few finishing touches there. But yeah, that's uh, good to, to use that waiting time for that. It is a full-time job, isn't it, looking after this. So uh, yes, uh, as soon as I get a chance, and this is something I have been promising in the book, I didn't get around to doing it yet, uh, about my blood values over time. I've meaning to put those together and put them on the website so that you can get a in- little impression of how all these important blood values that they've taken over the last three years have affected me where they once have been and where they are now going. So I believe that was it. Thank you again for watching and I will see you next time. Bye bye.